Hey, this is Coach Nick. And this is Dr. J. Host of the Free to Be You show, broadcasting live each week on Mondays from 8 to 10 from FBRN Studios in Bedford, Texas. Log on to hear coaching and counseling from many different areas of life. Listen, we laugh, we joke, we cry, but it's all for the sake of empowering the listener. So be sure to log on each week on Monday at 8 p.m. to catch the Free to Be You show. Jump in. Jump in. Listen, good evening. Thank you, Sal. Thank you all so much. Yeah, we done started already. Thank you all so much for joining us um, for another week. Watch it. For another week of. Um, We're going to tell y'all what that means after a while. <laughs> for another week of Free to Be You podcast show. Listen, we are on set tonight with some very important people, um, and we are going to discuss. How to win spiritually, right? Because we all want to know, right? We all want to make sure that we're in the right place doing the right thing. So listen, we are going to um, take just a couple of minutes um, just to kind of discuss it, right? Because I want to know, right? I've been doing it for a long time, but maybe I'm doing it wrong. Right, right. Right, so we have um, four, four. For three guests up here because I don't feel like I'm gonna talk long. I I'm started. Too? I, <laughs> Man, are you gonna you gonna let me talk? Oh, I just we're gonna start showing out at the beginning. At the beginning, I gotta start it off right. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> if you saw my live today, you know that I started on purpose tonight because I don't think I'm gonna have much to say because uh, I know the power that sits amongst it's us and maybe maybe we are Man. going to get Dr. Jackson to. Um, uh, act right long enough right <laughs> and so I started us off we are going to take just a quick break listen if you are just now tuning in we are going to talk about how to win spiritually how do I know I'm aligned how do I know what I need to do what is fasting what does it look like what does it look like to come up with a plan listen stay with us and don't go anywhere we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back so that we can introduce our guests and jump in y'all ready to celebrate come on get back up on your feet come on It's playing now unfolding. The time of your great blessing. Thank you, Darian Dennis. Come on. Nothing but victory. That's the promise of our King. To do exceedingly, abundantly, above what you ask for thee. Of our king, to do exceedingly, 
they got to do it because men we're we're we're, we're cut from a different cloth, of course. Mm-hmm. Sure. We're, di- we're we're di- we're different. We're different breed. You know what I'm saying? A different different backgrounds. Different whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I said, but at the same time, you know, that's what God was, you know, dealing with me about, you know, bringing men together, allowing them a fellowship, allowing them to to learn uh, things that they may not even know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Uh, you know, allow them to fellowship. Uh, you know, allow them to show themselves friendly. You right. Know? Regardless if it's, if it's a door to preach or the door to, uh, to do business, the door to do whatever. But at the same time, you know, create some type of fellowship amongst men. Yeah. You know. And that's that way. I mean, it's. I mean, uh, the, our first time was uh, last Saturday, and it was a blast. We had a yeah. blast. We had we had a lot of fun. Yeah, we had we had a lot of fun. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Real quick, talk to us about uh, Burgalicious. Burgalicious. Yeah, your business. Yes, Burgalicious. Uh, we're located in uh, Louisville, Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, Burgalicious. It's been up and going since um, twenty twenty or twenty twelve. It started out with just a food truck. First, I well let me let me let me rephrase that. It was just a food trailer. Then it was a food truck. Then we had the food truck and the food trailer at the same time. So we then we sold the food truck, came to Dallas with the food truck. Then we built that on up and got that going and stayed at the Grand Prairie Outlet Mall for about maybe a year or two at the most. Okay. And uh, and I mean me and, me and my wife we just been you know been rolling, going hard, grinding. Doing all we can do to promote it, doing all we can do to push, uh, push it, doing all we can do to make it better, um, doing all we can do to just make it grow and just to make things taste better, if anything. Okay. Because, I mean, because what you find out is people, they like good food, but some people that know good food, they, they look for quality. Sure. Absolutely. They look for quality. <clears throat> and, and right now, saying right now, that's why, you know, we, we probably ain't, ain't tooting my horn, but it's the truth. Uh, we, we hold the, the title for the best burger in Louisville. So yes, we sir. so we got so we got that, but now we we have a restaurant as well. So that's going that's going really well. That's going really well, and we just hired mm-hmm. a manager, so she'll be able to go to some ministry engagements with me now. So. <laughs> I like it because a couple of minutes ago we didn't have no manager. <laughs> she couldn't go with me. Yeah, <laughs> she couldn't go with me. Folks thought I was single and stuff. No, all right, Bishop. Bishop Clinton Smith, Praise Works Family Church, um, married to Summer Smith, five what? children, three grandbabies. And uh, I've been doing ministry, been preaching for 22 years, 23 years. I've been pastoring for uh, 10, 12 years. And so um, my niche is leadership. I love leadership. I love building leaders, building pastors. Um and that's it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm what sure. about you, co-host? You going to let me go now? Absolutely. Okay, okay. <laughs> Listen, really quickly before I go, y'all know who I am. I'm going to introduce myself. But I like to say kind of where I know each, where I know people from, right? Okay. And so I was trying to figure out where I knew you from today. And, and brother, outside of the fact of us just chilling, I want to say it was over a Facebook post of something talking about the Lord that wasn't quite right. Where we kind of met at, I, yeah. I don't know. I think uh-huh. that's it. Wasn't yeah. that it? Yeah, uh-huh. I'm sorry. I remember. Okay, yeah, I get it. I remember. Okay, I didn't, yeah. but I know. I, I, I remember. remember. Yeah. Okay, I, remember. I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Bishop Smith, we we met long long. That some of my friend. Let me say that. Hey, some. <laughs> hey, some. Um, 
some of my friends. But anyway, um, we met met in ministry a very, very, very long time ago. Yeah. It's been a while now. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that you said, I've never said anything I don't think, I don't believe to you. Um, we met in another season. I'll say it that way. Sure. We met in another season. Sure. Um, and y'all's church was off of 35 then. Sure. Yeah, yeah. The, the, man, we used to, it was yeah. that big, but we used to church, church. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. another, that's not yeah. something else. Um, um, I remember you being in service one Sunday and you preaching and you looked at me um, and, and the other season we, everybody was in church and you looked at me and you said, um, when they're no longer able to, don't you stop leading the people. And I thought, what is this man talking about? Like, I don't, I don't, man, I'm just here to be here. I, I don't want to do that. I don't um, remember that. I know. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And I, I, I looked at you and you said, don't stop preaching. You keep going. And I thought. Well, is the man finna die? Because, you know, I, I believe in his prophetic. So, I, for months, I kept trying to figure out what that meant. And it wasn't long after that um, that they would fall ill. And for about three months, they couldn't come to the church or get in the pulpit. Wow. And I had to do it. And I said, this is what that man was talking about. <laughs> so, anyway, that's my spiel. I know you didn't remember because most of the time when people prophesy, they just don't, right? right um, but right. I wanted to say that that's one of the things that stick out to me the most when I think about where you and I met and sure. where we were sure. Um, sure. in church. But anyway, that's that spiel. I'm Coach Nick. Come on, I'm Coach Nick. I'm Coach Nick. I'm Coach Nick. <laughs> um, uh, um Certified Christian counselor, certified um, life coach, um, branding coach, business coach, um, um, where you can, uh, I, I, I get to lead in ministry with this wonderful man sitting beside me who is going to introduce <laughs> himself um, at the Great Empowerment Central Church at 4440 Malcolm X Boulevard because I know the address of my heart now. Hey. <laughs> um, um, man, outside of that, man, what is my niche? Listen, I love to see people healed. I love to see people whole. Um, I love to see people walking in their authentic them. So many of us have so many masks up. Listen, and we, we'll get in this in a minute, but we're continuing to build, but we're building on shaky ground and sure. so we don't have a clue who we are right sure. and so that's my niche that's kind of uh who i am and that's all i'm gonna say right now it's on you well good 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 dr Corey jackson i do give leadership to the great people at the empowerment central church i am excited about it and um i also um like bishop smith i love pouring into leaders and uh being able to um teach preachers um mm -hmm. A better way of you know, sharing the gospel or developing their gift uh, so they can home into something greater and so man that has been a joy of mine for years um, I also am um, work with uh, a couple of other pastors in the city man we have our own uh, fellowship that is wonderful man I'm excited about it and we're doing some great things so man stay tuned for all of those great things uh, but to jump into our topic tonight, mm -hmm. uh, winning spiritually, um, because so often, man, failure becomes such a huge deal for people, yeah. um, you know, and I can't say especially people in ministry, but it's just part of life sure. um, right. that people fail. And so, so often we see the failure so much um, that we overlook the fact that we've already won. Mm -hmm. And so now uh, we have to change our thought process from 
fighting for victory to understanding that we're fighting from victory. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so even though you fall or that you fail, that you cannot label yourself as a failure because that's not who God calls you. Sure. And right. so, you know, I wanted to share because a lot of times people in ministry don't necessarily think that people who are leaders fall. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They true. don't. They don't think that we fail sometimes, and so I wanted to start there. You know, um, Prophet, can you share? Um, you know, maybe an experience to where you've been in a place where you've experienced um, failure or a hard place for you. Hmm. Yeah, um, it's been a, it's been a bunch of times. It's been a bunch of times um, that I've uh, experienced like failure. Or I didn't feel like I was that I wanted to even get back up, right? Because of the weight, the the, the weight of the call that's on my life is extremely heavy. Sure. It's extremely, extremely heavy mm -hmm. to the point to where sometimes when I see people lying, saying they are prophet, mm -hmm. I get offended mm -hmm. because I know they lying because I said because it it just and I don't toot my horn or make it seem like I'm all this and I'm all that. But it don't take me long to see what's going on. It, it just don't. It just don't take me long to see, you know, what's going on. But I've experienced things where uh, I knew, which uh, where I knew I was right about something, but trying to prove myself right, it wasn't. The, it wasn't the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. The right thing to do was humble myself and take it. Just take. Just take it because that's because at the end of the day. It was back when, I can't remember what year it was. I can't remember what year it was, but it was back when God was making me. He was building me up, and uh, that's when I was sitting up under Prophet Anthony Lott. Um, <coughs> he was building me up, shaping me, and molding me, and uh, I went to support a friend of mine. He was getting ordained as a, as a, uh, as a I think as a elder or something like that, one of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I was, I was going to preach. They wanted me to preach. Well, come to find out, tables got turned. The pastor saw who I was, and he said, no, you, you're not preaching. I said, uh, okay, that's fine. No problem. But he got up there and started preaching on me. Now, Gerald wants to get up and walk out. Now, back then, that's when I was full of pride. I was full of arrogance. I was full of hate, envy. had all this stuff in my heart. And I wanted to get up and walk out. And God said, no, son, sit there and take it because you need it. So, you know, it, it's it, it's a, it's a hard thing, and most I say most men and women of God nowadays, I don't think they can take that type of stuff. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think they can take that type of stuff. Now, did I want to walk away from the church and the gospel and just say, you know what, forget this, I ain't doing this no more, because I don't, I don't feel like I have to take that. But yeah. then I said, but then as I began to grow and realize who I was, I realized, yes, you do have to take that. Yeah. yeah. You, you do have to take that, especially, especially if you want to be one of God's men. You're going to have to learn how to take some stuff. Yeah. And you got to take some hits on the chin, and you bet not say nothing. And just take it. Man. Man, Bishop, you've been in this thing for 23 years now? Yeah, man. Preaching. Um, for sure. What what can you share as it relates to or how, how much light can you shed on traveling this road but experiencing failure I, I think I think the um, one of the biggest issues is this time and generation that we are in um, it is I want it and I want it now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if we don't see those results 
we quickly feel as if we are failures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest issue with that is is most of the people that are building now are either building from a frustrated place or they are building from a place that they were never supposed to be in. <laughs> and so when you talk about failure, you have to identify what failure really is Mm -hmm. because in some places sometimes struggle can look like failure that's right if you want to text it we can always say that job was failing but that wasn't Mm -hmm. the case exactly job just happened to be going through a horrible season in his life Mm -hmm. he was fruitful at the beginning of it but then he went through a horrible place in his life. We can't call that failure. We have to mm-hmm. call that suffering. Yeah. Because if you go on down the chapter, he gets it back. Gets so it we have to identify sometimes what that failure is. And I don't think this generation and even some of the older ones, I don't think that they gather that we have to sometimes fall yeah. to understand what we should do. What we shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. See, there is a there is a there is a victory behind the fall. But some people don't like to fall because they feel as if if I fall and they may never be able to get back up again. But the system is is knowing how to bounce back from the fall. And most of the people that are in ministry now they struggle with coming back from the fall. And I'm going to say something crazy, and hopefully somebody can identify. Sometimes I like when I fail. I understand. Sometimes I like when I fail because it allows me to take an objective view mm-hmm. of what I did wrong. Right, yes. And I'm able to sit back and pay attention that I should never do it again. Some people... When they when they fail, they never take an or fall. They never take an objective view of what they went through, and you got to get up and keep going. But when you get up, what are you going to? Man, you know Henry Ford made a statement that said that failure is an opportunity to begin again, much wiser. Sure, you know, you know, I thought about that when you said that, um, because that's that's a that's a fact, you know. you can learn so much in your failure that allows you to sustain in your success. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And, and um, the, the fact of the matter is a lot of times uh, there are two ways that we can fail. Either God has placed something in our lives that's going to cause us to fail sure. uh, in order for him to develop us. Or um, sometimes, what well, is three? Sometimes it's self-inflicted. Sure. Um, but I don't want to deal with that one right now. But I want to deal with the, a type of self-infliction because we accept so much of what other folks told us who we were. Yeah. Yes. And because now we walk in who other folks told us we were, then we cannot accomplish what we really need to accomplish sure. because we're walking in areas that was never designed for us to walk in. Sure. You know, you ever watch uh, children um, back in the day, you know, when you used to have that, that little ball that had all the shape and stuff on it and it was our job to put the oh, little yeah, the yeah, little yeah, you know yeah, cylinders yeah. in the cylinder mm-hmm. hole right. and, and the circle in the circle hole and the star mm-hmm. in the star hole mm-hmm. and you would watch them put the square up against the star 
and get mad because it won't go in. Yeah. And a lot of times, that's who we are. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we are a square, but somebody told us we're supposed to fit in where the stars are. Right. Mm. And because right. we don't look like them, we don't sound like yes, them, we sir. don't respond like yes, them, sir. then, yes, then sir. now all of a sudden we don't get what we think that we ought to get. And then now we feel like we are a failure. Mm. But what it was, we were trying to fit in in places God never intended for us to fit in at. Yeah. Mm. We were trying to be the person that God never intended for us to be. Yes. And so yeah. now we got to go back and reevaluate sure. what God really told us sure. who exactly. we were. Sure. You know, sure. and so um, I think that in establishing all those things, like you said, we got to recognize that that place of failure to see where it is, what it is, yeah. and how I got here. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. if I did everything right and got <clears throat> here, then that's one thing. Sure. Mm -hmm. Now, if I didn't do stuff right, and I got here. That's another thing. Yeah. If I'm David and I'm moving the ark, yeah. but I didn't do it the way God asked me sure. to, and sure. somebody dies in the process of it, that's on me. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. You know, but if I'm doing what God has asked me to, Job, and stuff come to me, that's not on me. Yeah. It's not on you. Yeah. Exactly. So I got to know the difference of what has been brought to me and what's allowed by God. Yes, mm -hmm. sir. You know, yes, what sir. I've taken on. Yes, you know, sir. So in, in, a, in a state to where... Uh, you have become frustrated in ministry. Um, what steps did you take to kind of strengthen yourself where you were? Mm. Man, it was a it was a lot. It was a lot of prayer, a lot. I mean, a lot of prayer, a lot of fasting, a lot of uh, letting people go that didn't mean me no good. Letting people go that didn't mean me no good. Trying to put myself around people that did mean me some good that I mm -hmm. could learn from. And, you know, uh, and I'm, 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 I've gotten older now and not being so gung-ho when it's time to prophesy. Mm -hmm. Sit down. Be teachable. Learn your craft. Learn your craft. Learn who you are. And not only that, man, you know, uh, I prayed and asked God to give me a fasted life. Over, oh, I'm not going too far. But I prayed and asked God to give me a fasted life. That way, when it's time to fast, or it's time for something to fast, well, fast, so to speak, and something needs to be broke off my life, it, it's not a struggle for me to do it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. a struggle for me to do it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Co-host, you ever experienced failure? In ministry? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> um, I have. And you know what? Can I be honest? Um, and, you know, we did this whole who was Nikisha Webb, you know, a long a couple of weeks back or whatever it is. Um, if I be honest with you, listen, a lot of my failure um, that God allowed to become in a, to be put in a spotlight. Listen, I was in ministry. It was it. It was yeah. when people should have looked at me um, mm -hmm. and saw um, something else. Um, you know, I was um, man. So I'm up here with three men. So y'all are going to disagree with me, maybe, but I don't care because I'm the majority. Um, <laughs> so I'm the majority. Um, but but um, as a as a as a preacher, um, I was I had two little bitty babies, mm -hmm. and God was still calling on me to go out and preach places. Now, to a man, that's a whole nother something. But when you are a woman that God is pushing out, and you got these two babies, and ain't no man walking in there with you, it looks some kind of way. Man, that right. was failure to me. Yeah. Um, um, you know, my darkest places um, when in, in my depression, man, that was failure to me. But what happens is, and but here's what I found. It was failure to me. It was detrimental to me. Yeah. 
But a lot of the real part of it, Bishop, God wouldn't even let people see. Yeah. But because I wouldn't do certain things, listen, the talk of, that was the failure. And so now you hear all of this conversation that's loud, but God says to you, shut your mouth and do what I said like I said it. Yeah. Whoo, what you hope. It's a grace. Because everybody up here, listen, and I say all the time that anything that God give, uh, gives in your hands to do, he gives you a grace for. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, um, um, and so it's funny that you should say that. And so, yes, but but it is a part of how you handle where you are. I did a live today. Um, and it's so much so as a part of how you handle um, where you are. Um, and I'll say, you know, a little bit. I don't know if anybody up here even seen the live. But I did a live today, and I talked about how... Um, Maybe I went uh, to to um, say congratulations to our friends for a place that God was elevating them to yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bishop Smith, I walked right into um, the place and walked right into the face of somebody yeah. that in a season completely drugged my name. Wow. Now, they don't know I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm still talking yeah. about my yeah, feelings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they don't have a clue that I know today to the extent. Yeah. But completely drugged my name. And when something wanted to rise up in me, God said, uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. Because even that, and I think that's, that's the a part, part we got to get to. Even that stuff helped push you yeah. um, to a place, right? Yeah. As yeah. to where you were. Yeah. Um, um, and after church, as God would have it, that person looked at me and said, First Lady Jackson, how you doing? Yeah. And I oh. thought. Ooh, and now they in my face, God. Like, they right here, they must be asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they came to me. Somebody yeah. said that you was looking for me. Here I go. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, type yeah. of thing. Right. Uh, but God said no, because even though I've allowed you, uh, because there was a season, there was a season where God made me muzzle myself, and he yeah. just made me take it. Yeah. Listen, he had to um, make sure that um, there was a humility about me for yeah. where I was going to go. Yeah. So I took some stuff that was mine and some stuff that wasn't, right? If you want to talk about me, it's enough out that it's the truth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I took some stuff that was mine and some stuff that wasn't. Uh, but even in the season now of him allowing me to open up about some things, when I walked in and saw that, God said, uh-uh. Because that was a part of your building. And so that's what I take away, you know, from my failure. Now, my husband, uh, when we were in our dating stages, said, if you could take, if you could change anything, what would it be? I say, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. You know, and he was like, you crazy. And I was like, no, because even my heart spots made me where I am. And I'm just crazy enough to believe that if God um, um, in all of who he is said I'm going to call you to this place then he had to take me through something because I had to be able to tell somebody something yeah. you know e- even in the midst of winning here and I don't say this up here as though it's an easy uh, fight sure. even today sure. right sure. right I mean and you can absolutely ask person who sits beside me I'm, I'm still just a little bit thrown but I'm trying to be better yeah. you know and all of my hold on hold yeah. on wait a minute and all of my um, in, in, in all of my endeavors <laughs> and all of my endeavors <laughs> you gotta catch him man you gotta right. catch him because he um in all of my endeavors i fight to be better but i i am i'm ever mindful that even the places um that god that i perceive to be my failures god said it was your boot camp for where i was taking you yeah. and so that's what helped me get me through can i say this uh-huh um, there was a season in my life, and preferably this will help somebody online. There was a season in my life 
that he hid my failures from them, but he made me feel my failures. Mm -hmm. Listen. So it was a it was a portion profit that nobody knew yeah. that I was failing but me. Yeah. And I had to sit down and again reevaluate, Clint, why are you going through but nobody knew. I preached to it. Yeah. I didn't post it. Please let me say something. I didn't I didn't, you know, I didn't I didn't write a long letter. I didn't call my pastor into I just I, I just shut up. Mm -hmm. And I dealt with the failure. So here's this is a real life story. I dealt with the fair, failure of before coming out of the office crying for 30 minutes. But Ooh. getting in the pulpit and acting as if nothing was happening. Right. Coming out of the office, crying for 45 minutes, preaching to 30 people, and was angry and upset until coming out of the office, preaching to numerous of people until God changed it. Mm -hmm. But at that moment, I felt like a failure, but nobody knew. Mm -hmm. Because in that moment, I'm not called to myself. I'm called to them. And it doesn't matter how bad I feel as if I'm failing. Yeah. The toughest part about this job is I still got a job to do. Right. Still got to do it. Still. Right. Still. Right. Still. You know, and I don't know, you know, um, I'm always getting in trouble because I tell it on myself, right? <laughs> I'm with sure. it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Sure. I do it. I do it too. I, I tell it on myself all the time. Um, and I'm only sharing this because we're talking about failing and um man when i tell you um this year uh july will mark um 28 years preaching wow. and in november will march mark um 18 years pastoring wow it was early on in the beginning stages of pastoring um my father uh had just died the year i got ordained to take the church wow my um relationship my marriage at the time was rocky yeah um and so i found comfort in the bedrooms of three other women sure in the church sure mm -hmm. sure sure um when that was exposed i brought myself before the church mm -hmm. and sat myself down yeah 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 and i said hey listen me and God got to get back together. Sure. That's the way to do it. And so I sat myself down. Yeah. And uh, had one, um, you know, some another person to come in to, you know, do the day-to-day -day activities of the church yeah. until yeah. I was coming back. Sure. Because um, I didn't feel like at that point yeah. I was fit to leave. Yeah. Well, I come out of that and I get to a place to where uh, it seemed like ministry made a turn. Yeah. You know, like we... When um, I first took on the church, it was 25 people, um, and then we kind of grew real quick. Yeah, we we were standing room only in yeah. that church, um, and we wind up having a church fallout, mm -hmm. and probably about a hundred people left. Wow! In that one day, um, mm -hmm. and then there were chains and stuff on the doors. Locks was changed. Uh, and that that messed me up mentally. Sure. Um, and so there it was. I had a failed marriage. I now have 
a son that was born with a cleft, and we was taking him back and forth wow. to the hospital because wow. he had to meet with plastic surgeons to wow. reconstruct his face. Wow. Yeah. Um, I had to deal with being locked out of my church and pulpit declared vacant. I had to deal with, man, like, it was like one thing after another, sure. after another, sure. after another, after another. Uh, and it had gotten so bad, man, I was in the garage. Uh, and I dropped to my knees, and it sounded like two bags of concrete falling. Wow. It echoed throughout the entire garage, man, and I'm just in the garage wow. screaming. And I'm asking God, if this is what you want me to do, why is it so hard? Yeah. 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 And I'm like, God, you can't make me believe that yeah. your provisions for me yeah. is providing the hardship that I'm, fight, that I'm facing. Sure. Mm -hmm. God, you can't make me believe. And then... Then I, I discovered um, in that uh, same hour mm -hmm. where um, Jesus spoke to Peter and said, Satan has a desire to have you. Yeah. And I'm reading the scripture and I'm trying to figure out what God is really sharing with me. And in the moment of me reading the scripture, I, I got to be honest with you. I got fighting mad. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw the text differently. Yeah. When I looked at it and he told Peter, Satan wants to have you, but I've prayed for you. Yeah. And that's the part where we say it in church and people start shouting. Um, but to me, it spoke differently. Yeah. It was like God was <coughs> saying, Satan wants you. Yeah. And I ain't going to stop him. Yeah. I'm going to let him have you. Absolutely. I'm going to stand over here and I'm going to pray for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, wait a minute. So whatever happened to the never leave me? No forsake me thing. Right, right. Why, why am I looking to the hills for coming my help if Listen. my help is standing over there watching me? Yeah. Uh, and so I begin to look at the text differently, man. And I got upset with God. Um, and then I quit reading. Yeah. It took me about two to three weeks later when I had when I went back to the text. Uh, and continued reading when he told him that when you have been converted, yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. strengthen your brothers. Yes, mm -hmm. sir. Yes, and so sir. it was in that hour that I discovered that if I'm not at a place to where I can be crushed, yeah. mm -hmm. then I can never be at a place where I can strengthen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Peter wind up being the one to strengthen the rest of them. Wow, that's good. Because Jesus allowed him sure. to fail. Sure. Listen, and all the time, we tell people all the time, God ain't going to let you fail. <laughs> and that's a lie. Yeah, that's a lie. Yes, he he will. will let you fail. Yes, he will. Um, so that you can begin to tap into something that's greater than you. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times, our greatest stand is after our worst fall. Yeah, and so, man, you, you cannot be what what God is developing you to be if you feel like everything you do, you've been able to do it on your own. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. And so everything that I had to deal with in ministry-wise up until this point, man, was because God was trying to teach me how to deal with adversity. Sure. Mm -hmm. So sure. that when God begins to elevate and move, that you don't fall out and do the same stupid stuff you would have done. Exactly. That had part. you not gotten this out in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. And so now I'm not ashamed to tell people, man, I messed up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I messed and I messed up bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To to walk into a church and the people that look up to you yeah. is now looking at you some kind of way. Yeah. 
And not only are they looking at you some kind of way, but now they looking at your wife like, yeah, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because of what he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now the ladies that I was with walk into church, and now they getting side eyed. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so because of me, yeah, I generated a whole storm. Yeah. Yeah. In our own right. church. Yeah. My God. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I had to look back at that and say, God, this was me. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, I think it's uh, Bishop Parham um, <laughs> that says, Lord, hide me. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if yeah. the enemy you hide is me. Is me. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, that, 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 that in itself kind of uh, put me in a completely different headspace um, as it relates to failing and considering ourselves yeah. as failures yeah. Yeah. Um, because you got to be able to look at it holistically man. sure you got to be able to look at it holistically sure. so in a in a point man let me ask y'all a question what's been your strength hmm. my strength uh man it's just you know my my strength has it, it has really come from prayer man i'm serious prayer just giving myself to prayer giving myself to worship Spending more time with God, uh, even even when I'm busy at the restaurant, running the trucking company, stuff like that. Just mm. giving myself to God. Let me ask you a question real quick. Let me ask y'all both a question. What do you do when you're in that place when when prayer doesn't feel like an option for you? Where where you get to the place to where you feel like you're so low that you don't even want to pray. Like that's that's not what you're looking for right now. What? How do you get yourself out of that place so that you can get back to a healthy place? Yeah, Prophet, you want to answer? Yes, sir. Um, I call what what I what I do is I normally call I normally call somebody, man, mm-hmm. that I can just keep it real with and tell the buck naked truth. Yeah, I call somebody like y'all that ain't that ain't that ain't scared to tell me about me, and 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 I and if I be quite frank and honest. Yeah, I respect all three of y'all so much to the point to where I don't crack jokes with y'all. I let y'all crack the jokes, and I just laugh because mm-hmm. that's the way I've been taught and trained. I've been taught and trained like that. You don't crack jokes with the anointing. I've been trained like that. So when it comes to certain things, and and I, and I get to a point to where I don't know what to do, I call somebody that do know, mm-hmm. that knows something that I don't know. That understands something that I don't understand because you may see something on the outside looking in that I can't see right. or that I just don't understand, and I and I mean I, I might be you know understanding why am I going through so much warfare, why mm-hmm. am I dealing with this, why am I dealing with that, and quite and saying quite frankly, quite frankly, it's some it's some stuff as a prophet, man, you got to deal with it. You can't you can't get around it. Yeah. You can't. You mm-hmm. you just can't get around it. You have to go a certain way, and that's why you know I, I pray prayers such as God give me a grace for warfare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give me mm-hmm. a grace for warfare. Yeah. There be times I be going through so much hell and high water. Don't nobody know what I'm going through, but I know I'm going through mm-hmm. it, and I be I, I preach right on through it. As a matter of fact, I use I use it as a preaching tool. To tell you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I use it as a preaching tool. It helped me. Help me. It just helps me out. Become therapeutic. It does. Yeah. It, it does. But at the same time. When I begin to go through too much warfare, I begin to question God. Mm. What's going What's going on? Mm. Because nobody, I don't think that nobody deserves to constantly go through on an everyday, all the time basis. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, 
then let's find out where the witch is and where the demon is. Hmm. Let's find out. And sometimes, the, sometimes the demon is you. Is <laughs> sometimes you the problem? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're the problem, and sometimes you know us as believers, Christians, or whoever you want to call yourself. Uh, you know, sometimes we don't want to identify that. We don't want to identify that. We we want to we want everybody to continue to pat us on our back and tell us, you know, yeah, you're doing a good job. When all when all along you stinking up the room, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 for real. All along you the one that's stinking up the room, yeah. And that's a part of rebellion. And Tech said the rebellion is as witch, witchcraft. Yeah. yeah. So what were you? My so my 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 strength has been my assurance. A lot of people are not sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the real issue when it comes to when you fuck man if. The people I pastor, every last one of them walk away from me right now. I still got to be sure. Mm -hmm. And most people are not sure because they suffer with identity crisis. Talk about mm -hmm. That is one of the biggest issues. Mm -hmm. uh, a preacher asked me the other day, hey, you know, such and such, a, you know, a few of my people are not here. Reverend, I don't care about that. My sermon is the <laughs> same. Right. Whether it's nine or 900. Right. And that's because, again, people are not sure. My strength comes from my sure. Hmm. I am I'm locked in sure that I know what I'm supposed to be doing, that if People stay, they leave, they come and they go. I'm locked in on what the Lord told me. One of the biggest issues, bro, sis, bro, with our generation is they are unsure. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that when people walk off and leave, they got to post about it. They got to make people feel go bad. They got to they gotta, they gotta scandalize people. Name. I don't care because I'm caught. If, if nothing else... I'll preach to them pews because I understand that I have to proceed as planned yeah. that if nobody else shows up. And and I think that's one of, again, uh, one of the biggest issues with our generation is they suffer with knowing that they are actually called or not called. Because mm -hmm. you could be great at the gift, but not called. Yeah. Not called. You know. Um, exactly. Oh, that's good. David said that thy rod and thy staff they comfort me sure yeah and i checked out um the rod and the staff and proverbs gives us what the rod was the rod was for correction yeah if you spare the rod then you spoil the child absolutely mm -hmm. so david is saying thy rod and thy staff they comfort me so your correction in my valley is comforting. Yeah. So now I understand that I've got to have correction in the valley, but what was the staff? Yeah. And I look back and one of the first times staff is mentioned is when God gave it to Moses. Yeah, absolutely. And so Moses stands in the mountain top and he's up on the hill and as Joshua is fighting with the Amalekites in the valley and he's holding his arms up. A lot of times we talk about him holding his arms up, but the text didn't necessarily say it was just his arms. Yeah. He was holding the staff. He was holding the staff. And then, so as long as the staff was up, then Joshua could win. Yeah. Uh, and then I come to discover that the staff deals with vision. Absolutely. Mm. As long as vision is before the people, you can win. And so, and I got that because when he got ready to go into Egypt to to deliver God's people, sure. 
um, it was through the staff that um, they were able to see yeah. certain things. And so, yeah. watch this, Bishop. My, and I'm crazy because I always look at stuff Me too. from a different perspective. Me too. And so, if that's the case, then when Moses brings the children of Israel out of Egypt and they get down to the Red Sea and the people are murmuring and complaining saying, you brought us out here to die. Uh, and Moses began to ask God, what am I supposed to do? And God said, why are you asking me? Yeah. Use what you got. Use what you got. Which means that I've already given you what was necessary for you to be successful. Yeah. Don't miss this. So if he had it before he got to the Red Sea, yeah. mm. if he had it before the people got set free, yeah. if he had it before he went into Egypt, yeah. then that means that that the rod, the staff that God gave him still worked. Absolutely. Whether you had people with you or not. Mm -hmm. And Moses forgot yeah. that what he had was going to work yeah. regardless as to right. who was around him. Right. That's right. 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 And so right. that goes into what yeah. you said. Yeah. That you got to know. Got to know, man. You got to know. Got to know. You got because to know. God gave you the staff before he ever gave you people. <clears throat> sure. Sure. You know, and so when we when we fall back on on that to know um, that God gave me something mm -hmm. before He gave me a platform. Yeah, God gave me something before uh, people knew my name. Mm -hmm. God gave me something before uh, I failed at some things. Before all these things came into play, mm -hmm. um, and I got to be able to stand on what yeah. God gave me, yeah. and it allows me. To be more productive in where I am mm -hmm. because I already know what he's shown me, yeah. what he said to me, what he gave me. Yeah. You know, um, because if not, man, we'll 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 pick up your staff. Yeah. You know, yeah. we'll pick up your staff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now we can't go forward because we don't understand the vision because it was never given to us. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, sure. and so um I wanted to share real quick that um Failure is not final. Yeah. Yeah. And that you don't have to stay in a failed position. Yeah. You don't have to stay in a failed position. And so your strength has got to come back to, uh, and I hear uh, my co-host, Coach Nick, say, you got to understand your why. You got you to gotta get to your why. You know, yeah. why, why am I here? Why did yeah. God call me? Yeah, sure. You know, what, why, why am I anointed to do this particular job yeah mm -hmm. and you know and i'm i'm not hung up on titles and so i don't have to have a title to feel significant in the kingdom sure whether i'm recognized or not right. you know i can mm -hmm. still be available for god to Absolutely. use Absolutely. Mm -hmm. you know if if i gotta sure you know right. if you ask me to come to the church and hey listen i want you to teach something but man i, I you know we ain't got but two people and, and you may have to teach in in the hallway I don't care. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's get it yeah. done. Let's you know, do it. Come on. You, you, you cannot get to the place to where you feel like you you have outgrown. Yeah. You can't do it. The anointing. Sure, right. mm -hmm. the, the, yeah. the gift that God has given yeah. you. Yes, sir. And so we we talking about winning spiritually, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so we got to be able to win. Do you know, man? Listen, um, my previous pastor would send me out to preach this revival. Um, every year I did it every year for like four years I go out and preach this revival and wouldn't be but six people in that church every year 
And the crazy part about it is that it was me, my mama, my daddy. We made three. <laughs> my pastor made four. Yeah. They passed the made five. The pastor's wife made six. <laughs> they don't even say amen. Listen, and, and hear the crazy <laughs> they don't even part. Say nothing. At the end of the revival, I could have had to do it for three nights. At the end of the revival, my pastor got the check. Sound by right. <laughs> yeah. Sound by right. I'm, I'm only I'm only sharing that because uh, a lot of us don't like humble beginnings. Yes. 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 Yeah. We, yeah. we don't we don't like the servanthood yeah. portion of ministry. Yeah. We like the spotlight yeah. of mm -hmm. ministry. Yeah. And so because we don't get the spotlight right off, then we feel like we've fallen into a failed state. Yeah. Because man, it I, I see I see Bishop Smith, man, I see how people respond to him, but folks don't respond to me like that. Yeah. That's because you don't know what it took to get this oil. Sure. Sure. You, you don't know sure. how much is in sure. this oil for sure. me uh to be at this place, sure. you know. Sure. Um and, and know, I, listen, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying <clears throat> that it's perfect. I'm not saying that this is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. But, but sometimes even the worship in minute in in service is completely different when the pastor's leading it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Completely Absolutely. different. Not to say that the other people are not anointed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Not to say that they're not. Yeah. Yeah. However, when pastor comes out, you can tell when the shift comes. Yeah. And it's dangerous when a pastor doesn't have oil for his house. Right. It's dangerous. It's, right. I'm going to tell you something. It's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous when your people don't even see the pastor shout. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. really, really dangerous, it's, it's dangerous now. when you don't have oil for your house. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. you know, and I've watched people get up and, you know, there's a difference between exhortation. Like, I've seen it and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. and I, and I, and again, <laughs> you can have that. Yeah, you can I, just preach that. And, I think that <laughs> you that's for you. I had that. that that square <laughs> trying to fit in the star hole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a hard place, man. It, it really is. That's a hard place. Yeah. I, I, I've been in some. I've been in some some cases like that, and. Um, you know, the, a, a person will come down and say, "Man, they don't they they just don't want to praise and mm -hmm. you know they just they they just oh man these people ain't here from church mm. for church now you know uh -uh. you just you gotta have oil for the pulpit. You got it's, to. it's it's what we have tapped into, and this is why going we can we can still deal with the failure word. What we have tapped into is we have become more charismatic." Than concern, mm -hmm. we are so charismatic with our hand movements and our gestures and our yes. languages and our speaking in tongue and our dress codes that we forgot that there is somebody in that audience that could care less about how well you articulate. I want to know: Can you glory to God? Yeah. I want to know: Can you shift this atmosphere? That's right. And it be so calming that nobody has to touch me, mm. that nobody has to lay hands on me, that I can leave out of this room because of what you do in private. I'm only good at this in the pulpit mm -hmm. because of what I do in private. Right. That's right. That's exactly. right. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. it's, I it's, agree it's, with that. It's, it's, it's an issue. It's an yeah. issue. Yeah. Listen, if when when you fail to.
spend time with God in your private time than you plan to fail in your public time. Listen, you, listen, man, man, and 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 I, you can tell as as a preacher that studies, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. tell when somebody mm-hmm. hadn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can tell when somebody hadn't. Um, and listen, and I'm gonna put this out there, and I hope. For, Hopefully it don't mess up some people because they finna go check it out. Uh, but Chat GPT is killing preachers now because you can just go on the web and tell it to print you out a sermon, and now you up there reading off what AI done wrote for you. It's so bad it's, that I don't even know about that. It's it's I ain't never heard, I it. never heard of it. It's I ain't never it's, heard of that. It's good research. Wow. Right. Wow. And people will stand up to preach it and deliver it. Uh, and that's why, you know, so many preachers, man, you can Google their sermons. Wow. Because they don't mm-hmm. take time with God to hear yeah. what needs to be said. Sure. And now you're mad because you didn't get a response. That's because you didn't deliver the message. Yeah. 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 You stuck up the place. You, yeah. you didn't deliver the message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wow. so at this point, <clears throat> now we back at ground zero. Yeah. Failure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Flunkersville is what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you messed up real bad. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, man, we, we've got to get back to knowing who we are. Sure. What God has called us sure. to be. Sure. Finding our areas of strength. Sure. Yeah. Being able to call somebody to um, find, you know, that person that can pour into you, that can yeah. speak life back into you, but also give you the corrective value sure. yeah. so that you can stand strong again. And then mm-hmm. we've got to identify right. uh, who we are in right. God. We right. got to mm-hmm. we got to know what God has called us to be and not settle for what somebody else spoke That's over it. our lives right. and now try right. to live up right. to the height right. of what somebody else told us, man. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. so many associates have, are now fighting their pastors because a prophet told them that you better than your pastor and so now they go back oh, to I their home church and now all of a sudden they don't Stirred want to follow instructions billion, no more never now did. you Ooh. tell them to do call to worship and they done took a text and started preaching you know you now there's now you out of order and so now you are trying to allow oil to flow but out of order and order will not allow the order to flow when you out of it. Wait, and wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Oh, back up. Dr. J, hold on, back up. You said order. Well, you got to say it again. That was good, bro. You, you, you cannot do it, man. Yeah. And so um, you got to find these areas and get back to who God sure, calls you to sure. be. Failure is not your final destination. And if it's not your final destination, then it is imperative yeah. that you find out where you are supposed Absolutely. to be. Um, you know, every other year or so, you know, I have our entire church to do a gifts assessment test. Yeah. Uh, because God can use you primarily in administration this year, but then yeah. shift you into helps the next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because of the trials that you go through, you know, it develops you. And, and so God doesn't always leave you in just one primary thing. Sure. He'll add something else to sure. it. And so to make sure that we are putting people in the best position possible for them to excel, you know, we have them to take these tests. And I think it's imperative that people take, you know, their own gifts assessment to figure out where you are 
you know, is God speaking to you greater in this area now than yeah. he was before? Sure. Because maybe you had to deal with some stuff before he sure. could get you to this area. Yeah, that's true. And so, you know, those things are important not to continue to go in the pathway that's comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. N- not in the pathway that's comfortable. Yeah. Uh, because that can become extremely detrimental to ministry. Sure. You know, um, my co-host, you know, she, uh, mm. huh? Mm-mm. Why? Why you hear me? No, no, no. Keep talking, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she. I guess you feel like I was gonna put you on. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm just gonna cross my legs and listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, my co-host. Uh, you know, she. She gets up. She does a very good job in um, sharing um, that pulpit platform with me. But um, what a lot of people don't know is that um she takes a whole lot of weight off of me yeah at the house yeah you know 80% of the phone calls that hit my house hit her phone yeah and so it becomes a big help because um she's a certified christian counselor certified life coach and so when people call with certain issues great yeah. jump in there yeah I I know where I'm strong at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, I get it. And I'm not I'm not getting I'm not going to try to be more than what I am. Yeah. I know my lane. Yeah. If you're calling me for some developmental stuff, then hey, I got you. Yeah. If you're calling me for some coaching, you know, counseling type thing, hey, listen, hold on real quick. Right. <laughs> hey, right. Let me let you talk to somebody. Right. Let me get you right. Right, right, right. And you, you got to know your life. Sure. And it does not make you less of a person. It does not make you less in your call to know your lane. I like help. Ex- exactly. <laughs> I love it. I like help. Exactly. I, like it. I promise you, I do. Yeah. Were you finna say something? It looked like you was ready to say something. I want to jump in, can I? You know, I, I feel like I got to ask. That's a whole thing. Jump in. You just jump left for us. No, I got to ask because it's, it's a lot going on. <laughs> but you said something about uh, the coaching and the counseling side, right? And I touched on this a little bit on my live today because we keep saying um, you have to be strengthened. You have to know where you are. Um, you got to know your place. You got to know who you can call. You got to know. Listen, first of all, you have to know that where you are was God sent because a lot of times we find um, where people, um, they have titles, they have position, um, they have whatever they have. Like, y'all may not know this about me, but he do. I'm quirky, right? And so, you know, where you I what? listen to quirky, just hold on. Where I listen to all kinds of, this is what I deal with at home, pray bishop. This is what I deal with, uh, but where, where I listen to all kinds of music, right? Miley Cyrus, Millie, Miley Cyrus, Millie Cyrus, whatever, Miley, her name, Miley. that's her. Yeah. Um, yeah. She has this song, and the name of the song is called It's the Climb. Mm-hmm. And nobody is interested in the climb anymore, right? Um, and she say, listen, I see where I'm going, but it's way over there. I can almost see it. I got to go down. I got to go up. I got to go over the hills. And so many of us, and I talked about it on my live a bit today, that the danger in knowing even a little bit about where we're going and you are not submitted is that you get to a place that was never designed for you or it was, or you get to that place too fast. And listen, any place that God didn't put you in, he is not obligated to give you the grace for. And yeah, so many people um, are failing and they are finding themselves in a down place. And we're going back to God saying, God, don't you see me? And God is saying, yeah, but I didn't tell you to go over there. Yeah. You know, exactly. it's, it's, you went over there because you were frustrated because of your leader. You went over there because you were in a service and a prophet from another church said, you know who you are. 
So don't let them talk down to you. And it's crazy. And, and, and because anyway, the wind blow. Mm-hmm. Because the truth of the matter is, you failed in so many other areas that you're looking for a win. A win somewhere. That, that looks like a win to yeah. you, and you jump before it's time, and now you're sinking. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah. pride won't let you say, hey, come help me. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. when we start to put on all of these masks, and that's when we start to create all of this other stuff. Listen, Bishop Smith, that to, to my eyes, if you created it and you're the one that's sinking, I'm looking at you saying, man, you doing it. Yeah. But then my prophetic kicks in and I say, man, I wish they just asked for some help. Yeah. I wish. And we have so much of that going on. And I'm not talking about in everyday life, man. I'm talking about in church. We have so many people um, who have have given themselves title. And listen, I, I said the other day, I love God. I love his right. This is not to talk about the church. Um um, but we have so many people that are in position, out of position because they were just looking for a win somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's listen, true. let me say yeah. this. Yeah, you. Um, we got to be careful with that because our offering shifts according to whose purpose we align with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, at that point, we'll continue to offer Ishmael. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of Isaac. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Abraham aligned with his wife's purpose. Right, right. And so now you develop Ishmael. Mm -hmm. But when he realigned himself with God's purpose, then he gets Isaac. Yeah. Yeah. And at the moment that God speaks to him, he says, take thine only son. Mm -hmm. And now I got to pause there because you, the God of all knowledge, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. He got two sons. (laughs) (laughs) And you say, take thine only son? Yeah. 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 What about this other boy? Yeah. Yeah. And that's Mm. the same thing Abraham asked him. What what about Ishmael? I'm not obligated. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. To do nothing. Yeah. I mean not. For what you brought. That's it. Into here. Yeah. I'm only obligated to do Mm. what I purposed Mm -hmm. you to have. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now I'll set up something for Ishmael. Yeah. But your name recognition ain't coming right. from Ishmael. Right. Man, do you know how many people in ministry have hung themselves because they keep chasing behind Ishmael? And so now what God wants to make great, he mm-hmm. can't yeah. because you keep trying to promote a purpose he never put on you. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. Oh, I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. And we can go kind of around the room, right? And here's my question. Um, And it's my question because it's my heart. I like to see people whole. I like to see them better, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I like to see people ultimately be able to take off their mask and walk in who they are. Mm -hmm. You know? And some of it, you know, may be shameful to you, whatever. I'm crazy enough that nothing is shameful to me, but that's another story. (laughs) Um, You know, if I did it, I did it. Can we we hang out at the crazy? You know, we don't. We can't. We can't. Okay, I'm sorry. We can't. Hey. Um, <laughs> we're not gonna do it. Um, what do you say? And this is this is a round table. What do you say? What could you say um, to all of our listeners that may be struggling with an identity crisis? Because we're talking about failure, right? That may be struggling with an identity crisis, and it's pushing them into areas that God never called them to be. But silently, they suffer because pride won't allow them to say, "Man, I might have messed up right here." 
Anybody? Prophet? Well, you know, uh, <clears throat> oftentimes when I tell people, mm -hmm. when I'm mentoring somebody, you know, I tell them a lot of things. But one thing, I, one thing, the major thing, number one thing I tell them, learn how to stay in your lane and mind your business. Stay in your lane and mind your business. Secondly, do the work that God has given you to do. Just because your work is not as greater, great, greatest as Bishop Smith's work, that doesn't mean that your work is this small. Mm -hmm. yeah. It makes sense to you. So, 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 so in due time, God, he will exalt you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you got to find that place where you can keep going. Where some, some, is some days where you patting your own self on the back. Where some, where some, where some days you in your closet preaching in your clothes. Mm -hmm. I haven't been there. You know, so you, 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 you may not never get to preach to the masses. You may not never get to preach to maybe nine people. But find yourself staying in your lane, mm -hmm. doing what God has called you to do, and work the and work the work and work the work from there, and always obey God, even if it make you look crazy. Yeah. If I can identify, if we can identify your history, then we might can help you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to mm -hmm. say something that's you know don't throw me away, bro. I'm going to say something <laughs> that hopefully makes sense. If we first can get away from the churchism and let's find out why you really are like you are, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then I can help mm -hmm. you. Most identity struggles come from because your daddy didn't know who he was. Mm -hmm. Because your mama didn't know mm -hmm. who she was. Mm -hmm. And it's challenging because mm -hmm. they can't groom that part. Because they didn't know. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I need to deal with mm -hmm. is your history. I can't help you if I can't deal with your history. I, I need to be able to take an objective view. So let's stop all the singing. Let's stop the prophesying. We don't need to teach you how to work. No text. No introduction. No three uh -uh. points. No conclusion. We need to talk about that. Because what if you are so great at that, but horrible at being who you really need to be. That's it. Yeah. And that's the biggest. Let's identify the history. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. If I can touch that history, I can help you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and I believe, hopefully that makes sense. And even for those that are listening. Um, that most people. And I ain't everybody's pastor, but just hear me. Most people. <laughs> most people really need to sit down. Because I see your struggle through your preaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How are you going to? T Did you say yeah? It sounded like you said yeah. How are, you, <laughs> how are you going to tell me who I'm supposed to be when through your message I hear who you are not? Mm -hmm. exactly. It's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's dangerous. <clears throat> exactly. And anybody can buy a microphone. Facts. Mm -hmm. Anybody, Anybody can, can grab a microphone. Mm -hmm. Anybody can buy and a I dollar. think that's where the struggle is. Is we have to man, you see y'all said something so great that we people fail in one area and they're forced in other places. Mm -hmm. And I'm and, and prayerfully this makes sense, Prophet. Actually, most people need to go back and pick up what they bury. If you go back and pick up what you bury, maybe you'll find out what you really are. Mm -hmm. That's true. 
Ooh. Most people are strong because they buried it. They felt like it wasn't working. No, this ain't me. This ain't this ain't who God called me to be. This ain't, and they buried that part to become a Dr. Jackson. Mm -hmm. You don't want this argument. <clears throat> right. You don't want this anointing. Oh, you don't know how many times I faced prison to be. You don't want this. That's where the struggle. I need to mm -hmm. chase your history. If you're not afraid to talk about your history, mm -hmm. I'm not afraid to help you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. That's it. That's it. And Matt, that's you know, I, I think that um, we've got to get back to normalizing. Sure. Being okay with yeah, saying, man. I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. Man, listen. You got to do it. Instead of saying, I'm blessed. That almost brought tears to my eyes. We, we got to get, man, that's, we got to get back to normalizing Seriously. that to say, I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. Because we'll come to church, we'll holler, we'll scream, and we'll shout. And, and you know, we'll lay hands on other people, we'll pray, we'll intercede, we'll preach, and we'll usher, we'll be a deacon, we do our trustee duties, and we go home, and we're not okay. Yeah. How you doing? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. No, you're not. Mm -hmm. No, you're not. It don't work like that. And and we've got to get back to telling the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the reason why a lot of us can't tell the truth is because we have what do you say? Church, 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 churchism, churchism. Church uh, <laughs> so don't talk about me when I leave. <laughs> now you go. Now, now I, don't I got a word now. <laughs> we we churchism so much. To where everybody who feels like they are a leader have been placed on so much of a pedestal yeah. that you can't even fathom the idea of falling from grace. Mm. Wow. Falling from this place. Yeah, and man. so now you struggle in silence because you are afraid that people will not give you back a platform if they really knew what you were fighting mm. with. Talk about it, man. And so if, if I miss the platform and make it to heaven, then to God be the glory. But if I miss heaven from chasing the platform, hmm. then I've done myself a disservice all of my life. All of my, wow. Because all I had to do was be honest enough to say, I'm not okay. Yeah. I'm not okay. Yeah. You know, and so um, at that place, if you say that I'm not okay, then you can get to a Bishop Smith and say, hey, listen, this is why I'm not okay. Yeah. You know, my I, I I watch this and I watch this yeah. and I don't really know. And and so these familiar spirits yeah. will track your pedigree better than you. Yeah. 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 And they'll come back to bring stuff to life in you that your great grandpa dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you don't know why you in this mixed up shamble state. And it's because these familiar spirits been waiting on you, mm -hmm. waiting on you. Yeah. to get to a place to where you can become relevant enough yeah. mm -hmm. and then display all of this so that it can break you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. it's 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 gotta be a place to where we, we stop saying, Well, you know, I'm pastor and I, I you know, I should be able to do, you know, I should be able mm -hmm. to be and all this other stuff. And we got to get away from he is pastor, she is pastor and, and they shouldn't be acting like this. Man, listen, people are human. Mm -hmm. listen, human. Listen. Go through real issues. People real are human mm -hmm. and they deal with real issues, yeah. man. People are human. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so you got to know that because we're human and we're not God that we're subject to fall. Yeah. You know, we, we make mistakes. We have failures in our lives. And, and we choose the wrong decision. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. 
And it is up to us to come back to say, listen, I messed up. Sure. I messed up. You know, that, and like I said earlier, that's what I had to do with my church. Listen, I'm out of order. Yeah. I want to be your pastor. Yeah. But, not but I'm out of order. I can't do it right, right now. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so I had to come back and sit myself down. Did nobody come to me? Yeah. We got to normalize that. And if you and if you out of order, man, let's fix it. Yeah. Don't continue to go down the same pathway because listen, God is completely in love with you. Absolutely. Faults and all. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. Faults and all. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we get we get so caught up, man, and saying for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and we yeah. We look at this from a holistic standpoint, but truth be told, man, God didn't give his son for the world. He gave his son for the whosoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the world now becomes a benefit from the whosoever. Yeah. Because the whosoever is there, now the people in the world can benefit from the grace of God because we're here. Yeah. Yeah. And if the people in the world can benefit from the grace of God because we're here, yeah. then how much more can we benefit from sure. the grace of God mm. sure. just by being honest with God yeah. and saying, listen, sure, yeah. I didn't do you right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For real. For <laughs> I real. didn't do you right. Yeah. I lied on you. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because my presentation of ministry and who I really am are two totally different things. Sure. I lied on you. Sure. Yeah. And so we got to get back to... To being able to do that. And we've got to have a network of leaders yeah. that can accept you for who you are mm-hmm. and then help birth you into being who you need yeah. to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, we we gotta have midwives still in ministry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we gotta have midwives still yeah. in ministry. I agree. Uh, because the birthing process is painful. Yeah. yeah. And so for you to get to a place to where you recognize I'm out of order or I'm wrong, uh, and and I need some help, it's gonna hurt. It's going to hurt. I mean hurt. It's going to be some pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people are going to look at you differently. Mm-hmm. But it don't really matter. Because yeah. I got to get it right with God. I got to yeah. get it right with God. Some of your engagements are going to fall off. But it don't matter. Because I got to get it right with God. Absolutely. Your phone not going to ring like it used to. But that's okay. Because yeah. I got to get it right with God. God. Yeah. Because I, I didn't come here so that I can make you happy. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. You know, I'm here exactly. because I'm making God happy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I got to be about my father's business. I got to do what I am supposed to do so that God can be pleased with me. Yeah, of course. Right? Did that did that remotely answer a question <clears throat> for the three of us? Sure. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, we, we really need to take a break, but man, I, want, I really want to hang out right there in dealing with God's love, man. Yeah. This this whole, um, because I think a lot of times, because we have dirt on us, mm-hmm. yeah. we don't feel like God loves us anymore. Yeah. Um, because I've, I've fallen um, or I've been, I've been caught up in something that I don't really know how to get out of yeah. that God doesn't love me. Yeah. And that's far from the truth. True. That's far from the truth. True. Mm-hmm. Like, what what would you say to someone at this point that um, feels like they 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 are not experiencing the love of God? Man, I would I would tell somebody learn how to keep it real with yourself. Keep it real with yourself and tell yourself the truth. And not only that, again, put yourself put yourself around some people that's not afraid to tell you the truth. You know. Because, I mean, you know, it's, it's a lot of times, you know, uh, you know, us as preachers, 
you know, us pastors, prophets, who, whatever your thing is. You know, a lot of times people pat us on the back. Yeah, you did a good job all along. Again, as I said a couple minutes ago, you stinking up the room. Mm -hmm. You know, but, you know, I, I would I would honestly tell somebody, man, keep it real with yourself. It's like it's it's like this. Uh, and I dare not say his name. I dare not say his name Please because don't. I because I pray for him and I care about him too much. But other people continue to invite him to preach. Mm -hmm. But he suffers in some areas, and and I and I say and I and I'm very careful when I say this because of, because of the respect level I have for the the churchy uh -huh. clergy because he he struggled in some areas where he shouldn't be struggling at homosexuality, mm -hmm. but people continue to invite him to preach, and you know and I and I tell him I tell him all the time I say man don't take that engagement man. Don't take that engagement. That might be your last one. Don't take that engagement, man. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. And he still do it. And he still do it. But oftentimes I tell him, man, you need to learn how to keep it real with yourself. Yeah. Stop playing with God like that. You think God don't see you. The people don't see you because they don't have no discernment. But I said, but God, he see what you're doing. And he going to get you. And he going to deal with you. And when he deal with you, you might not like it. You mm -hmm. might not like how he deal with you. But he going to deal with you. Uh oh, what did you finna say? I'm sorry. You look like you finna say something. I'm sorry. Well, I'm gonna say this real quick and then we're gonna pass it over to your co host. But people need to learn how to keep it real with themselves. Well, you know, but let me say this. Let me say this. Because uh, I'm just free all the way across the board, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you you spoke on how um, the gentleman maybe shouldn't take engagements um, because uh, he is. Um, a homosexual. Here's my here's my reality. That's one of the only sins in the, in the church that we see outwardly, and so that one we persecute heavily, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like just because someone um, is is a homosexual, a if 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 you say God called you and that's what He got God called you to, then I I I'm I'm not in a position to say hey don't you get up there because you're like this because what we don't see is maybe the pastor that's 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 an alcoholic. Or what we don't see that's true. Uh, what we don't see and is true. and and can 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 I be honest what we don't see is a woman preacher mm -hmm. that's doing her own thing. Mm -hmm. And so I I I believe that when we start talking like that 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 we run into an area where we cannot help people because we can't even even if I know you mm -hmm. um, and I know some of the things you deal with, mm -hmm. then the Bible says that if I'm spiritual. Exactly. And so it's not on me. It's not on me for, to say, uh-uh, Jack, don't you get mm -hmm. up there and preach to them people. Because mm -hmm. you do this, 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 this. Because when I start saying you do this, 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 then what I've done is unknowingly not realizing it mm -hmm. put myself in a place to where i've forgotten mm -hmm. but i do this 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 mm -hmm. does that make sense mm -hmm. and so i say that because we're talking to a broad audience and i don't want anybody to kind of be thrown off i mm -hmm. i feel like mm -hmm. in general that whatever your it is of course if god called you to it with your it mm -hmm. then i can't say oh you ought not be doing that because of your it you know i now mm -hmm. I, I i believe you know my pastor is gonna say no and that's okay because i'm 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 gonna say okay pastor but but i believe that in some instances i ought to be able to um Inspect fruit, but yeah. not judge, not in of a course. judgmental way, and not to say, man, they ought not be doing that. Yeah. And I can say that because um, Dr. Jackson, Dr. J, you Dr. J on here, Dr. <laughs> J asked, um, 
earlier um, what was what gave you strength. Can I tell you what gave me strength? Mm-hmm. Man, the fact that I had went down so low that I had to believe that up was coming. Yeah, and watch this. And I didn't go down so low to believe that up was coming because somebody else had done something to me all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. It was because of things that I had done. I willingly put myself in situations. And can I tell you, a lot of the time when I willingly put myself in situations, man, me and my husband discussed this all the time. I was at the height of my preaching. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I was going everywhere. A mess. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Still not. hurt, still broken, still bitter. Um, yeah. and, and so when we begin to talk about, and I'm going to give it to you, Dr. J. co-host. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see my picture on the fly. I didn't know. It's in the corner over there. <laughs> when we begin to pick out, um, pick apart the things that people deal with, because I'm a counselor, man, you said something so, so, so on it earlier. Um, one of the first things I do when, or any counselor does when you go and sit down with them is that they begin to dig mm-hmm. and go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what if I can see your it, but I never took the time to figure out why you got there? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Case mm-hmm. in point, listen, I was a avid drinker. Mm-hmm. I, I was a, like a fish, like mm-hmm. like a, a gallon of water avid drinker. Mm-hmm. And when I stopped drinking, um, and this was years ago, uh, but when I stopped drinking, I, I thought, Smith, that I had done a great thing because yeah. I no longer drunk. Yeah. It was when I started preaching and God began to pull all that other stuff back up and told me, listen, you stopping drinking wasn't even an issue. It was what you did as a result of all of the other stuff. So what if what we see is as a result of all of the other stuff? So, you know, to stop doing that is not really an issue. Mm -hmm. But if we get to the root of it. True. Exactly. Then we can kill the whole tree. Exactly. That's all I got. Go so this is this is my um man. This is Lord. This is my take. <laughs> uh, this is my take. Um, love covers a multitude. Yeah. What I've discovered is is we're churching, but we're not covering. Mm-hmm. And so we pull together as people. This is I, and 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 again, you you've been in it longer than me. But I have learned how to preach or help whoever comes in the room. That's it. Mm-hmm. And not try to single them out mm-hmm. by what they are in. Exactly. Now, you can't be in leadership. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. But if you come, I can give you the necessary tools because my job is to preach the gospel mm-hmm. and however you take it is how you take it mm-hmm. i think i think where we go wrong is we start judging people by what we see mm-hmm. yes. and when we start judging people by what we see it doesn't give them the opportunity to walk in freedom, you would be surprised <laughs> how many people desire deliverance but can't get it from the church because the church, some churches, and I'm not talking about all, or some places, mm-hmm. it has become unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And so we've lost standards. Right. And it, is be- it, it has become this place where we no longer cover. I'm a stickler for if you come in my office and you and your wife or whoever is into 
I won't preach about it. Mm-hmm. Nobody won't know about it. Mm-hmm. If summer is not there, I don't go home and we don't have pillow talk about. We no longer cover. I, be, I remember, I remember being in the game. Uh, UNC Pleasant Grove Crips, pray for me. Um, <laughs> you know, it was a, it was a mess back then, but we were we covered each other. Mm-hmm. We when I say we co- we covered each other to the fullest that if something happened between one of the other brothers, nobody knew about it. Mm-hmm. And the church shouldn't be a game, but we should use those principles. Of course. Because we are losing people, not because they don't know how to church, but because they don't have a safe place to release. That's it. Exactly. That's real good. Exactly. We have to, we, we, we got to, my, listen, <clears throat> it, it's cool if you don't like my preaching. I don't care. You yeah. know, whatever. You know. But let me, let me put my arms around you and cover you. Yes. Let me let me let me let me help you identify who you really are. And I'll share this and and then and then I'll let I'll let my host talk. <laughs> I'll, I'll share this. What you really have to understand is that little boy or that little girl that we're up preaching about or we're looking funny at was molested. That's what you got to understand. Yeah, exactly. That that little that little yeah. boy that one of those uncles and mm-hmm. grandmamas and you and we uh, back to the history. I didn't I didn't get this at first. Mm-hmm. But over the years of pastoring and preaching, because I used to be hey in that pulpit, I was going full, for, and the Lord had to get me. He said, hey. That's not how we do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, where yeah. is your compassion? Yeah. Right. As if you were just in somebody's bed a week ago. Listen. Right. So I had to learn that. I had to learn that system. Mm-hmm. And I think if the church, if people, if the elders, the leaders, mm-hmm. and I'm praying that the mm-hmm. mothers would get back on the front line and the fathers would get back back on the front line and we would help these young girls or these young boys if they wanted Mm -hmm. to come out of that place because I'll say this and then I'm done for real I'll say this um um (laughs) (laughs) everything doesn't need preaching it needs a couch right Say that again. Right. That Everything good. doesn't need preaching. I mean, it needs a couch. That's right. I I just got on my my youth last year because while I'm preaching, I mean last week because while I'm preaching, these kids got earplugs in their ear. They don't listen to me. They on their phones. I'm, they're they're zoned into. So I want what has your attention like that? That I'm up here sweating because their minds are somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We're capturing these grown people, some of them anyway. Mm-hmm. We're capturing these grown people, but we're losing the children. Mm-hmm. And they're going to that lifestyle. So you got you to gotta know how to, to embrace. You got to know how to love. Some yeah. people are not huggers. Some people are not talkers. Some people, a pastor has to become all of that. So my host. Everybody my host. <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen, I um, and you know, I'm I'm different like that, and so I can hear you. Um, outside of who you are, mm-hmm. 
if it's from God. Yeah. We did a block party um, at the church, and we were passing out free food and passing out free clothes. One of the guys that was on the street came up and um, got him a couple of hot dogs and got him some chips and stuff. And yeah. Nachos, man, like he was like loading up on food. And uh, he walked past us, and he smelled like liquor. Wow. And he looked at me and one of my associates, and he say, y'all young men, don't do drugs and alcohol. It'll ruin your life. Hmm. And then he walked off down the street. Wow. Now, if we take it from the church day mm-hmm. and the church age, um, we would say he wasn't qualified yeah. to talk to us. Yeah. Because you exactly came to us yeah. smelling like liquor. Yeah. How are you going to tell me yeah. not to drink yeah. and I can smell it yeah. falling out your pores? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You yeah. so drunk. Yeah. But the question that I have is did, the, did his information, can his information help me? Yes, because he's living the reality. Exactly. He's in the reality. He's what, the, I agree. What we do a lot of times is that we discredit the messenger because of the mess that they've been a part of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The fact of the matter is, if we discredit the messenger because of the mess, then you'd have to take every single chapter every, out this Bible. Every mm-hmm. last one of them. <laughs> every last one. Sure would. you, you got to take every one of them out. Yeah. Because every single book is written to expose the failure of man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The Apostle Paul wrote the majority of the New Testament. Yeah. And he says to the church at Rome, he says, listen, things that I shouldn't do are the things that I go after to do. Mm-hmm. The things that I should be doing is the very thing that I don't do. He said, I recognize it's not really me that's doing it, but the sin that's living in me. Yeah. And so every time I go to do good, evil is always present. Watch and we your, use that text tone, to say, <laughs> we use that text to say that when I go to do good, evil keeps trying to stop me. No, when I go to do good, evil presents me a better opportunity. Yeah. And I don't always choose yeah. the right road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why he could tell the church at Philippi, I count not myself to have apprehended this thing. Yeah. I, I don't have my hands on I it. I ain't arrived. Of course. But I'm pressing yeah. towards yeah. that place. Yeah. Yes, I'm sir. writing to you yes, to tell you what to do. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I ain't got it myself either. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have to know... <clears throat> Um, what is being sent by God for us to receive for ourselves sure. uh, exactly. and what's just fluff that's being presented mm-hmm. and of that course. you can just discard. Yeah. Um, the Bible tells us that we got to bear one another's burdens mm-hmm. and the, the Greek equivalent to the word bear does not mean that I carry it. Yeah. It means I put up with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so we got to learn. How to put up with it. Well, that don't make a whole lot of sense. Where well, 1 Corinthians 13 said the love is long-suffering. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's right. why bearing yeah. or putting up with it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because sense. if I love you, yeah. I got to have long-suffering yeah. while you're still fighting yeah. what you're fighting with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's why, you know, I love what you're saying about the mothers and, and the fathers of the church got to get back to a place. Every pastor has to have a pastor. Every pastor needs to be pastor. Um, Every leader needs to be submitted to somebody. Absolutely. Um, You know, nowadays, you know, associates got reformations, and I don't ever understand that. 
you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna let that go. Uh, I don't ever, I don't understand Wait, it. Where's my water? <laughs> <laughs> water. Yeah. Yeah. I see that <laughs> um, You know, I don't. The certain things I just don't understand because you got to be submitted to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so you want leaders to submit to your unsubmitted self. Mm-hmm. And so where do you go yeah. in a place yeah. of, of fall or yeah. fault? Yeah. You know, you, you gotta have you gotta have, you know, a pastor, you know, and, and I'm guilty, man. I got I got pastor and mentors and, and, and yeah. other folks. You know, I'm because I wanna be right. Yeah. I wanna yeah. I wanna be found right yeah. and doing it mm-hmm. right. Not saying that I do it right. Yeah. But but I need to be able to go to somebody and say, hey, listen, I messed up. Or listen, I need some help in this. Hey, listen, I'm struggling here. Yeah. Um, because I want God to be pleased sure. at the end of the day. Sure. You know, that's what's important. Sure. So we got to get back to that place, like you said, of being able to cover one another. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and and I'm gonna say this, and I know we um you know live and we broadcast out to all these different countries and stuff. But let me say this: I'm so sick and tired uh-uh. <laughs> oh, Lord. of people quick to expose other folks. Yeah, that's, that's a good to place to say that. Yeah. That's not the way to do that. I'm I'm sick of exactly. it. Yeah. Just because you don't like how a preacher did something, or you don't like how a leader did yeah. something, Facebook is not the place <laughs> nah. for you to air out dirty nah. laundry. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we got to get back to learning how to cover each other. If I got yeah. a problem with Prophet Joel, I'm finna go to Prophet Joel. I'm just gonna yeah. call you. I got your number anyway. Exactly. I'm just, what I'm going to Facebook for? Yeah. Because he going to be at Burgalicious. Come talk to him and bring him back. <laughs> Burgalicious, I'm going to be out of town somewhere <laughs> on that truck. I got to come try, but my son loves burgers. <laughs> we got to get back to that place, mm-hmm. man. It's, it's healthy for us to be able to cover one another because mm-hmm. now it makes us stronger. Sure. All of this trying to expose everybody, man. Yeah. Everybody want to tell everybody business. Everybody yeah. want to tell. I told you uh, Smith wasn't no good because I saw him down. Listen, whatever happened to us bearing one another's yeah, burdens? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, if you saw me, what you was doing down there? What and you, what doing, you down there. doing? So you probably <laughs> doing it too. <laughs> and you was on your way to do it. And it ain't my job to to expose you. Sure, exactly. It's my right. job mm-hmm. uh, to call some and say, "Hey, listen." Me and Bishop gonna hang out a little while longer, man. He done he done got tired, so we are gonna stay up here at the hotel or whatever. Yeah, it's not my job to say. Man, he was out there drunk and three yeah. people, you know. Yeah. That's not my job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at, at that point, I'm my supposed to, to cover, cover you. Sure. Exactly. And, and when you get back to a healthy place, then you can go back to doing what you, you, need, mm-hmm. you need to do. Yeah. And so, but what, we, what we've done was, is that we've given the enemy so much ammunition yeah. against the place God loves so much. Yeah. And you cannot be found righteous. Uh-huh. Exposing the intimate places of God in the place that He loves so much. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know that that's a dangerous place to say. Well, oh, well, we got it. We got to get the church right, (laughs) and then you expose the church and say. (laughs) What's that? Yeah, what's that? Yeah, what's that? Yeah, what's that? Someone say, yeah, call me, because what he do? <laughs> 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 what he do? I what he do? Say it again. Come on, no. I'm sorry. We, we yeah. all, I shouldn't have laughed out loud. We all have laughed out loud. That's racist. What he do? I'm going to tell you. Man, we got to chill out on that, because yeah. God is not happy. Yeah. yeah. With us running to expose one another. Mm-hmm. But whatever happened to praying? Yeah, yeah. 
What whatever happened to us loving people through? Whatever happened mm-hmm. to love covering yeah. a multitude? Whatever mm-hmm. happened to love not being stuck up on itself? Whatever mm-hmm. whatever happened to us being able to forgive? Whatever happened to all these things? Like all these scriptures go out the window. The yeah. moment you find somebody you looked up to, yeah, that you find out that they don't fail somewhere, yeah, and that ain't God. Yeah. Okay, really quick. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you good? You, you, I'm, ask your co-host if I can talk. Go ahead. You go, we we release. Right. <laughs> so listen. Um, you know, you said a whole lot of good stuff, and 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 I agree with all of it. Let me just say, you talking really good. Um, I agree with all of it. Um, however, um, and I'm saying this because I want to make sure that we all get a good understanding. Those that are on the live and those that are over in other countries where where they are. Thank you so much for being on with us. Um, I say that like they can see me. But anyway, um, uh, Bible says, and it's very clear about drawing with love and kindness. Um, and, and, you know, and I say this to uh, the person that said, um, it's time to get the church, um, the unsaved saved. Um, I say this to the person that said that the church is supposed to be a hospital. Listen, you can't pull me if I first don't know you love me. Mm-hmm. And that's just not in church. That's in relationships. Right. I have to know you love me in order for me to allow you to pull me to a place. Right. Um, um, we talked about it being a hospital. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to use the situation without using the situation. Right. Um, my husband and I went to the doctor um, a couple of weeks back because it's a hospital. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe a month back. Um, my husband and I, we went to a hospital a couple of months back with somebody that should have been able to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because of the way that they came at the help, we walked out of that hospital and decided to go get another yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. Why are you saying it? Um, um, who am I out here? Um, whoever I am. Why are you Coach saying Nick. it? That's a, <laughs> all these names we have in something. Why am I saying that? I'm saying that because if inside of the hospital... That we just teach the word and we just pre- listen, the word will draw. Yeah, it will. Um, and you know, and so many of us, uh, um, prophet, I went years without putting prophetess in front of my name. Ask me why. Why? Because so many people have taken the position. I tried, I tried to run from it too. And I no, think. no, I wasn't running from it. Oh, I was. I didn't mind giving it, but so many people oh, have taken it. the position and completely misused it. And so now it's not a position of honor anymore. Yeah. Now it's not a position anymore um, that is... Um, that it's put exactly where it needs to be because and and I'm not talking about nobody but but because we can now get people life off of Facebook because they'll run and tell it yeah. yeah and and we now know people that know people and and we scout people before we go preach at churches yeah. and so because of that uh, uh Bishop I wouldn't put prophetess in front of my name yeah. it wasn't until other people started seeing me I said that's prophetess that's right and I was like okay well you know whatever um but but it's it's we get in certain positions. And in our positions, we feel like it give us um, an authority that it don't give us. That it don't. Yeah. It, it, it don't give us that. We we are commissioned to love. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly. our commission. I'm commissioned to give you the word. Yeah. And if God gives me a listen, listen, hold on, because all the time that God gives me a word for somebody, it's not for me to even release. Yeah. But we we wanna we we wanna look like we got it. 
So instead of praying, Dr. Yeah. J, we'll say, hey, such and such and such and such and such and such. Yeah. We release a word too quick. And so I wanted to say that to the person um, that says we it's time to save the unsaved. Listen, I completely agree with you. If it's ever, if we ever needed the Lord before, we sure do need him now. Mm-hmm. I heard my granny saying it while I was talking. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and so it is. But if the church is going to be the hospital, then we have to start treating it as though it's the hospital. And we have to start treating it as though it's the hospital that care about its patients. Because if not, then the people that do, they'll walk into the hospital and do just what me and my husband did and leave. And they'll call one day and say, well, what were you going to do? And we'll say, oh, we chose somebody else. Oh, yeah. We don't don't need it. Don't worry about it. You can take my name off your list. um, um, (laughs) (laughs) Please stop calling. Um, And and, and so I said that to say, man, we have to get back to look. we, We, people... Not everybody, but the church down the street around the corner across the train across track. The track. Yeah, yeah, all that. Not everybody. Yeah. Um, and let me say this to the people that are watching that are on church. Uh, we're not speaking majority here. But because we were talking failures in the church, this is kind of where we are. We, church has become so calculated. Yeah. We know the one and three. We know the two and four. Yeah. Um, we know when you yell this high. Uh, what we gonna do? You know, church has become yes. so calculated that it's no longer free. And you said that just yeah. a while ago. Yeah. And we have to become a place to where we are completely free. That's the only way we'll see chains fall. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we walk in every Sunday and we preach, God have your way, God move, God move. But if we don't become a people that is open enough for people to become be free, you know, we were out. We grew up in the churches where we would see people walk in off the street, listen, and lay their lighter down, mm-hmm. walk out the street and put why because the atmosphere was conducive yeah, so, for them to be yeah, free so different back then yeah it was so they bring and that so, crack pipe you know, and lay it right men, down on the altar yeah. men and and nobody judged them we all went up yeah yeah because another soul came yeah. and so rather than looking at what i can see on you i have to just know that man if i can just love you yeah then you'll let me get in Absolutely. you know even in counseling them people got they got to know you care yeah yeah. It's past the dollar they spend with you. They got to know you care yeah. before they'll allow you to go deep enough sure. to pull out what's in there. Sure. Man, some 630 laws in the book of Leviticus. And Jesus comes on the scene to talk to his disciples. And he says, I'm going to tell you two new commandments. That all of the laws of the prophets mm-hmm. is getting ready to hang on. Yeah. Love God. Love your neighbor. Yeah. That was the request of Christ. That's that it. Request. That's love it. God. That's it. Love your neighbor. That's it. John says, I know I've got a relationship with God. Listen here. Because I got love <laughs> for the brothers. Yeah. Listen, it, it, is, it is very much so important that we get back to that place of love. You know, let's, let's, let's get away from how big we feel like we are. Yeah. And how small somebody else is supposed to be, yeah. Yeah. and just get back to the place of yeah. embrace. Sure, you know it ain't about you having you know eighteen hundred members and somebody else got twelve. You know this is about love. It's That's about right. brotherhood. It's about love, That's right. um, because the the anointing of God that flows through us don't even, ain't even generated from us. Yeah. Yeah. It just flows through. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and so you know, I use this example all the time, and we got to. 
and get ready to get moving. But, uh, you know, back in the day, we used to play football out in the street and stuff. And um, we'd um, take a little break, run over to the side of the house, and hit that whole water hose, you know. Water be hot. And, when it man, comes. it come out <laughs> hot. And you let it run for a little bit. And you go on and right. get that cooler water right. coming out. Right. And you go on and get right. your drink. And, you know, your partner get his drink. And then y'all <laughs> cut it off. And y'all head back out to go play basketball or whatever you're doing. Um, the water that we that we drink wasn't generated by the hose. Yeah. And the hose would be laying in dirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It have mud on it. Yeah. Dust on it. Yeah. Spider webs on it. Mm-hmm. Ants crawling all on it. Yeah. But what came out of it was still pure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. And a lot of us is like that water hose. Mm-hmm. We got dirt on us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got stuff that's rested on us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what's coming through is still pure because it's not generated from us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we can still embrace one another. Dirt and all. Yeah. Just because we are the sons and daughters of the Most High God. And what's and, crazy. And we're supposed to replicate what our daddy does. And we all got to drink from the same hole. We all got to yeah. drink from the same hole. We all got yeah. to drink it's from the same, same hole. We standing in the line. <laughs> we all got to drink from the same hole. We know you didn't finish. I think that's where uh, many people go wrong is, you know, they feel like because they are certain places are titled that they are up or higher, you know, whatever. But, man, we're all drinking from the same hole. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not in competition with you. No, man. I'm in covenant with you. I'm glad you said that. I was going to say it earlier, but it slipped my mind. That's another big issue is comparison. Mm-hmm. We compare ourselves with other ministries. I wouldn't fit to do it like y'all. I wouldn't right. fit to do it like Prophet. I wouldn't fit to do it like that. He he created me. But just because all of our ministries are different, it's the same holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same God. It's the same and I think when we get that, I'm not really too hung up. I don't I don't I don't uh I love everybody, but I'm not a denominational person mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know, I don't really get hung up on who said this and who said that you know because again it's the same water holes mm-hmm. right it's all coming from the same place and I think you know again that's a that's another part of the going back to the failures that we miss because people don't understand that we don't have to do it like each other we're just all different in our own way mm-hmm. so, absolutely absolutely two minutes uh, what would you say to the person who is, um, you know, in the fight of their life in ministry and want to get back to a healthy place? You want to get back to a healthy place. First, I, first I would say rededicate your life back to Christ. Hmm. Rededicate your life back to Christ. I don't care how long you've been preaching. Rededicate your life back to Christ. Build your relationship up with God. Then build a prayer life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two minutes. What would you say? Tell me the question again. To the person that's struggling but want to get back to a healthy place. To the person that's struggling and that wants to get back to a healthy place. Anybody that is trying to exercise, lose weight, even gain weight. If you want to get back to a healthier place, find out what you've been eating that's been causing you 
not to be in a healthy place. In a nutshell, change your diet. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. What would you say? Well, I'm mad. You should have asked me before you asked your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little jealousy in this room. You're not in competition. You're in covenant. Well, well, the minute you asked the question, <laughs> I knew. The minute you asked the question, I knew that I was going to say, fight to get to the source. Yeah. Um, of where it all began, right? Um, fight to get fight to get past the thing that you're trying to stop doing because whatever it is that you feel like is causing the block I promise you if you can fight further than that you can figure out um, what it is that stopped you and that could change your whole life listen and the other thing is you have to be completely honest with you even when it hurts that's right and you got to know um I got one more minute, and you got and you got to know. Uh, you, listen, you got you you got to know. You got to know. You got to know. Um, at the end of the day, that you can be so okay with you that even if man knows your flaws or knows your faults or knows your failures, yeah. that God loves you so much, and that He's put so much. He has invested so much in you to where it now becomes his joy to see you healthy and to see you whole. But you got to be bold enough to go deep enough to see where the hurt roots from. Man, listen, know that it is absolutely okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, and absolutely. to be able to find enough strength to say that you're not okay and seek the help that's needed in order for you to get back to a healthy place. Uh, I think it was David. David, uh, after all that he had done, and then he lost his firstborn son with his wife yeah. uh, because of all the things that he had done. He finally mm-hmm. gets to the place to where he screams out to God and say, listen, I've transgressed against you and you alone. So clean mm-hmm. me up. It is not okay for you to stay in a dirty place not. and not ask God to clean you up. It's not okay. It is not You're okay. Right. Listen, we are not at a place to where we're going to judge you. And yeah. so even if us who are sitting here on this platform, if you reach out to us, uh, Facebook inbox or whatever the case may be, and you just say, hey, I need some help. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are more than willing to be of service to help you because we do not want you to stay in the shape that you're in because the potter wants to put you back together. <laughs> of course. Again. Yes, sir. You, you like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going to say? I was just going to say, everybody take one quick minute uh, um, and, and tell where we can find you really quick. Oh, just go to Facebook. My name Clinton Smith. That's it. Clint Smith, Facebook. Uh, you can find me on Facebook as well. It's just Gerald Person. No profit at the end or at the middle or at the end. No, it's just Gerald Person. Gerald Person. Amen. Dr. Corey Jackson on Facebook. Come see me. Free to be you page as well. Yeah. Nikisha Jackson. <laughs> That's her last night. Nikisha Jackson um, on Facebook. Of course, <laughs> our free to be you page. Um, um as well, my coaching and counseling page is Purpose to Be You, Purpose with ED, the number two, the letter B, the letter U. Um, so on any of those uh, platforms on um, social on all social media, you can find me on those, um, and we can talk. Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to just throw out there that there has, has got to be um, a part two because we never got to the end to where we helped the people with a plan because you know y'all did y'all good talking tonight it, it, um, it, it and so, so at much. some point we'll have to come back <laughs> sure. and 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 walk the people through um the rest of, of it course. uh tonight was great um, um i ain't said much tonight so go ahead 
No, you were doing it. You were doing it. You were doing great. Anyway, listen, hopefully something that we said would start you on a journey of healing and being at a better place to being healthy uh, with God and your relationship and your walk Mm -hmm. with God. Uh, Our whole purpose tonight was to make sure that you don't wallow in the place that you've been in, Mm -hmm. uh, but that you get up, prodigal son, and find your way back to the place to where you need to be. Because that place is still waiting on your arrival. God didn't Mm. replace you. He's still waiting on you. That's why grace and mercy is still extended to you every single day that you wake up so that you can get to the place to where you know, God, I need you more than ever. Listen, we love you, and uh, we hope to see you again come next week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Come share with us on next week. We got another uh, hot topic, a good show for us coming up next week. And don't worry, we will bring this set back so that you can share in the rest of the planning. And uh, I mean the sooner the better. (laughs) (laughs) So you can get back to your healthy place. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all have a great night. Good night. Good night.